And welcome back to episode number 18 of Reviews by Jeff here on CKCC Radio. I am your movie guy. I love movies. I've made that perfectly clear. I said I was going to get away from talking about Marvel movies, which is why I'm now going to talk about DC. And that, of course, can only mean one thing. Let's go ahead and do a quick spoiler review, spoiler-free review, words, words are hard, of The Flash. Now, for me, The Flash has always been one of the most relatable comic book characters in DC. Obviously, you and I cannot understand what it's like being a super-powered Kryptonian, an Amazonian with, that's immortal, apparently, or, you know, a billionaire who dresses up as a bat. But we can understand what it's like to be a little bit nerdy, a little bit sarcastic depending on which version of the flash we're talking about whether it be barry allen or wally west or even well jay garrick was never that quippy but you you get the idea because fun fact if if you're not really familiar the popular you know barry allen who was both in the tv show which i absolutely loved for, for most of it and the movie dceu version is Barry Allen, but he's not the only person who's ever been The Flash. So, uh, so let's just go ahead and talk about this movie, because there's a lot of good about this movie. It was, of course, released just about nine days ago, June 16th, 2023. Uh, had a budget of about $200 million. It's already uh, worldwide grossed that, but you know, people are still calling it a failure because, you know, if a movie doesn't make a bazillion dollars in the first two weeks, it's a, it's a, uh, it's, it's a flop. Again, don't get me wrong. This movie is not perfect by any extent, but it, there's a lot of good to it. Uh, of course, the movie does star Ezra Miller, Michael Keaton, Sasha Kale, uh, Appearances, because you can't really say he stars in it. Ron Livingston, uh, Kiersey Clemens as Iris West, Maribel Verdu as Nora Allen, and then appearances by Jeremy Irons as Alfred. We see the return of Batfleck. We see a couple other characters who have ties that we see a lot of in, for example, in the TV show. And then the return of Michael Shannon as General Zod. Uh, now, before I get into the movie itself, I'm going to tell you why it's not doing as well as it should have. And that's for two reasons. People don't want to hear those two reasons, but I'm going to give them to you anyway. You can't, with everything that Ezra Miller, supposedly, because I wasn't there, I don't know, did crime-wise... It's hard to support this movie, which is why WB didn't really market it as much as they were, would have if, you know, Ezra Miller didn't supposedly uh, kidnap people, acting more like Reverse Flash than the Flash. It also did not help that the director came out and said, oh, the CGI is bad, and it was planned that way. 
nobody wants to spend a lot of money when it is admitted that the CGI was done badly on purpose. People don't want to hear that. I've seen people say, oh, well, we can't blame it on those two things. No, we can. They're, again, I enjoyed the movie. Because I, I like Barry Allen. And, of course, for a guy like me, and here's my controversial take. Well, it's not that controversial because a lot of people share it. Michael Keaton is my Batman. Yes, I was raised on the Adam West version. I used to go over to my grandparents and watch them on reruns. And I liked Val Kilmer. And everyone's going to crap on that. I didn't think Val Kilmer was bad. I actually enjoy Batman Forever more than I enjoy Batman Returns and, of course, Batman and Robin. Uh... And again, I will say this, I and people are going to yell at me for this because I say I love movies, but I have not sat through a three-hour Batman movie. I have not seen the Batman. I have. I do like Christian Bale as Batman as well, but growing up, Michael Keaton, I mean, I went with my best friend for his 12th birthday party when Batman 89 came out. So to see that on the big screen, there was nothing in my youth that could match that as far as comic books. By the time I started going to the movies regularly, Christopher Reeve has already, had already retired as Superman. There was nothing else even remotely close. So seeing a movie like Batman 89 on the big screen as a child blew me away. I'm not going to lie. So for him to come back, I was all in the moment I heard that. He is by far the best part of this movie. Um... Michael Shannon has also said he did not enjoy his uh, time on the scene, which is fine because he's basically just in it for like the final battle. Uh, they didn't, they didn't do much with him. They didn't really expand the character, bringing him back. He was there, and that's about it. Uh, I mean, what else is there to say? I, the opening action scene was great other than the terrible CGI, which, there's no excuse. If your movie costs $200 million, fix the GD CGI. Not asking for much. There were points at it that it looked like it was a student film. I'm not going to lie. And those who've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't care, like, the, the parts in whatever they want to call the Speed Force. I had no problem with the CGI in that. But the opening sequence at the hospital, I probably could have done more. I can't. I, I can't do CGI, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, again, good performances. I, and I, again, I liked Ezra Miller's performance in this movie in dual roles. Uh, my other big issue, which I guess is going to be a spoiler, if you're not really interested, skip the next, say, 30 seconds or so. I will give you a proper countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler alert. They don't ever say who's responsible for 
Barry's mother's dying. If you know the comic books, you know, but... And especially considering there's no way we're getting a sequel, now we will never know. So, yeah, there are a lot of flaws to this movie. There's a lot of good with the movie. There, there are flaws. Um, another great part was some of the cameos that they were smart not to announce. And I'm not going to give you those. Those are completely up to you to watch the movie and know. But, man, there were... If I could have stood up and done a slow clap in a movie theater, that would that would have been it. And again, those who have seen the movie, you probably know what I'm talking about. So, I'm going to give The Flash... It's better than average. It's not above average. It's not phenomenal. And don't let anyone tell you either. It's not below average. It's a good movie. It does get a little long at times. There were things that I was like, okay, this scene could have been cut a little bit. This could have... But I wasn't hired as an editor, so... Maybe if somebody hears this podcast and says, he seems to know what he's talking about. Let's bring him in as an editor. Let it happen. So, all right, well, that's going to wrap up my review of The Flash. Uh, Who knows what... You know, they keep saying that this is the end of one era and the beginning of another. Well, I guess we'll see about that. So let me know your thoughts on this. If you enjoyed my review of The Flash, again, if there's anything you want me to review, please give me a shout out on Twitter or wherever you get your podcasts. In the meantime, thank you for listening and have a good one, everybody. I'm Batman. No, really, I am Batman. <laughs>